0: And I've achieved more in terms of our marketing over the last four months than I probably did on my own individual basis in the best part of a whole year of last year. So yeah. you know, many many hands make light work, that's for sure.
1: Power to Live More with Joe Dodds.
2: Welcome to the Power to Live More podcast, all about productivity, organization, well-being, energy, and resilience.
1: My name is Ellie Dodds and I'm co-presenter and today Joe is interviewing Daryl Sigler of Smartphone Video Marketing. Daryl says his biggest achievement is that he is the proud father to two kids who have grown into awesome young adults. He's an English Channel swimmer, wild swimmer and overall swimming enthusiast and lover of water. He is the South East England Sausage Champion. He says he is a video marketing enthusiast with obsessive online tendencies. Back to the studio. Today I'm interviewing Daryl Sigler of
2: Smartphone Video Marketing. Welcome Daryl, thanks for joining me.
0: Joe, thank you for having me, really happy to be part of your podcast.
2: Lovely, so start by telling us who you are, what you do and crucially where you do it.
0: Okay, so uh, my business is Smartphone Video Marketing. Essentially we help SME businesses, uh, consultants start and scale their video marketing efforts and we do that primarily without uh, video production companies, without expensive equipment and without actually having filmmaking experience and we do all that by just utilizing a smartphone.
2: It's a bit, does what it says on the tin, your company business name, isn't it? (laughs)
0: Well, exactly, exactly. I mean, people don't have to sort of think about it. It's, it's. I thought keep it keep it simple, and yeah, as you say.
2: <laughs> and where where do you do it? Where are you based? Are you based in, at home? Where Where are you currently?
0: Yeah, so as you can probably tell, I'm an Australian, but I am a UK-based Australian, uh, based in Surrey, uh, Rygate, Surrey. Currently work out of uh, small sort of offices and. Yeah, I mean, it's a business that's evolved out of necessity really um, because I have got a B2B business that's uh, based in Australia and it's, it's, I mean, it's it's a business that's very industrial-based. It's not really social media friendly in any way, um, very practical, serves in the industries. Uh, we do fuel tanks fundamentally. That's what wow. it is. But
2: <laughs> Wasn't uh,
0: that. yeah, exactly. But we sort of came... Through the process of trying to get out video for our business, I stumbled across what was uh, the process of learning to make video with my smartphones. And from that, really, I've evolved the process and I really see it as a valuable tool for what is, you know, independent consultants, SME business owners being able to tell their story about what they do and how they do it with video yeah. in their smartphone.
2: Yes, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So all sorts of questions from that, really, which is sort of how did you end up in the UK? How, how can you run a business in Australia when you're in the, the UK? And um, uh, how do you do more than one thing? Uh, there's so many questions. So <laughs> tell us a bit more <laughs> about the, the, the backstory. I mean, you've obviously explained where the, the smartphone video marketing came from it's sort of in recent years, but tell us a bit more of your background
0: okay backstory well i was a young lad you know the prime age of 25 just wanted to go and see the world and i thought uh i'll go and check out the uk what was originally just a an adventure and um you know life plays a funny way of just taking its own path and lo and behold the best part of 25 years later i'm still here (laughs) you know got uh two english kids um And yeah, it's very much a part of trying to sort of balance UK life, uh, Australian life, and the challenges that go with that. But fortunately, we have this amazing thing called the internet, um, you know, 24-7 access to just about everything. So it really enables me to run multiple businesses from being based wherever i am and that was one of the reasons i wanted to get into internet marketing in the first instance because i sort of foresee that foresaw the future and the way that you could run businesses and um mm-hmm. i very much transitioned in uh what was it about 2008 into what was online marketing
2: Hmm. Mm-hmm. so Are you effectively saying you just stay up 24-7? (laughs) Because I do quite a lot of work with Australia and I I do sort of 11 o'clock in the morning or 11 o'clock at night and not a lot. (laughs)
0: No, no, I mean, gosh, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't be able to last that long if that was the case. But (laughs) no, I mean, it's, it, it can be a challenge sometimes because as you say, you know, you do have sort of late night meetings or you tend to sort of have to get on calls quite early. Mm. Uh, It is a balance. And, you know, over the years, that's something I've had to try and manage just Mm. in terms Mm. of understanding how you book your meetings, how you apply that principle. Because, you know, sometimes if you have late night meetings, the next thing you know, um, you know, you're not getting any sleep because your brain's working overtime trying to process everything. And, you know, that's not sustainable. So, No. It's definitely uh, time management mm-hmm. in terms of prioritization, and yeah, just trying to get a good balance of what works for everyone.
2: Mm-hmm. So, and so, how did it come about? Were you sort of living between the two countries, and that's how you were able to to create a sort of physical business in Australia? Because obviously, you're talking internet marketing, you're talking about video, um, and that you can do easily from anywhere. But most people wouldn't start a sort of tangible offline business the other side of the world I'm presuming. <laughs>
0: no no I mean I guess the key to that physical bricks and mortar business if you want to call it that in Australia is uh, team you know the team mm. that we have among, I, I am one of three partners uh, we the business is FES Tanks in Australia and you know w- between the three partners within the business we all bring a Different aspect to that business, yeah. so I bring the internet marketing side of things, so I can very much run that from a virtual perspective. yeah uh, We have other team members internally that I lean on that help fulfill what I need. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also lean on freelancers, and you know they're located in different parts of the world as well, yeah. in terms of facilitating that. And then, you know, we have other key members of um, the business who look after the manufacturing, look after the technical aspects. And, yeah, I mean, we just make it work. And it's, mm-hmm. it's yeah, it's amazing that in this day and age, we can create a business that necessarily we don't have to be in the same room to make it work. And right, that, exactly. that, that gives us a lot of freedom and a lot of um, opportunities as well.
2: Yes, yeah, yeah. So you mentioned the, the marketing, the video marketing came about because that's what you were doing for that business what what sort of prompted the the having that as a separate business and how do you manage the two uh, we've already said you know because you're in different countries and different types of business and else but just just for anyone focusing on two businesses is hard Focusing um, on two businesses that are quite different is harder still. And obviously, yeah. as we've already said, being in different countries, maybe maybe you've you've just sort of expelled that um, thought, and maybe you know that doesn't feel so difficult from what you've said. But how do you prioritize? How do you not end up being everything to everybody um, with two quite different businesses?
0: Yeah, I mean, it's a great question because some days there is very much a sense of overwhelm. Um, and that's something you have to try and manage Um, it's all about priorities Um, and I mean the challenge with the business in Australia is that you know they wake up oh sorry I I wake up and they've effectively had a day's work so Mm -hmm. I'm I'm getting the you know emails coming into my inbox that I just have to assess there and then yeah Um, but equally I finish the day from Uh, I finished from the day before knowing what I have to do for my smartphone business. So I already have a plan in place uh, in terms of what I'm going to be doing tomorrow. And then I get into work and I have these whole stream of emails from Australia. So first and foremost, it's prioritizing what needs to be done um, from the here and now. And, you know, ultimately what can wait. Uh, I do a lot of lists and then just trying to understand within that list, what takes priority. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, you can't achieve everything within the context of the here and now. And it's just a matter of working through that list as and when time dictates. Uh, You know, small steps uh, achieve a lot. So it's just ticking off the items. And I mean, the great thing about lists to a certain extent is you can go back and in the grand scheme of things, you can actually see what you've achieved over a longer Mm -hmm. longer time period. So that's pivotal, but, um, yeah, I mean, the businesses are completely different in every sense, and it's very much playing to the strengths of the demand on each as it as it as they sort of present themselves.
2: Mm-hmm. And I ask all my guests to send in in their bio, and you know just reading yours, it says English channel Swimmer, Wild Swimmer. Swimming enthusiast, uh, enthusiast even. Um, it doesn't sound. Oh, and you've got two children that you've you've talked about who you know you've you're proud to say they've grown into as you've put it, awesome young adults. Um, it doesn't sound like it's all work and no play. So, so how does that work?
0: It's definitely a balance, but I think the key point is trying to make it so it works for you. Um, yeah. I mean. Work is intrinsically bonded to who we are as individuals. It's a big part of your identity. Um, you know, it defines your worth to a certain extent. But at the same time, you don't want it to overpower and govern you in every sense. So, you know, I always try and balance out my, you know, the exercise side of things, the um, the mental stimulation, which very mm. much drives uh the work side of things yeah definitely but um yeah it's it's understanding those moments when work is definitely coming to the fore and trying to pull back and mm. uh, get the personal aspects of things coming into play because ultimately you know as freelancers consultants entrepreneurs we all went into to this to try to try and create a better lifestyle for ourselves that yeah. was our driving factor around why we wanted to start our own business but you know sometimes uh that reason why can start to sort of overpower everything and i it's it's realizing that it has
2: to be a balance yes absolutely and somewhere along the line i think you did realize that because apparently you're the southeast england sausage champion what does <laughs> that <mean?
0: laughs> well that was another business so i i, I mean i've done a just about, I go through phases of businesses and, you know, at one stage I actually had butcher shops as well and a big part of that we were making a lot of sausages and, yes, I'm proud to say I'm the Southeast England sausage champion. But um, random, yeah, random fact of the day just blended in as, so I'm a, I'm a fuel-making uh, smartphone video producing sausage champion of Southeast England. Random. <laughs>
2: That is so brilliant. So, (laughs) so, So, why out of all the things you could have done with online marketing did it become about video and not just video but smartphone video?
0: Great question. I mean, as I said earlier, the challenges we had around introducing video to our business in Australia were very were very very front of mind. I came from a big digital agency life. Prior to going into business for myself, and I very much understood the power that video brought to the equation from a very personal point of view. Um, so, you know, we 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 tried to do what a lot of other people do, is and we just went to a video production company, uh, and they came in, did what they did. But I soon realised that it wasn't something we could scale. I mean, a it cost us a lot of money as you know because we're essentially a, a little startup business b we had to stop everything that we did on the day to accommodate this whole filming process and i realized it wasn't something we could do at scale and and I so i just sort of parked it and then i came across a term called uh, mobile journalism in 2016 and primarily this was journalists who were going out and filming news stories on their smartphones. And I'm like, what? Okay. And yeah, that was it. They were going out and they were they were capturing video moments, video stories on their smartphone. They were recording on their smartphone. Mm-hmm. They were sometimes editing on their smartphones as well. And then these stories were going into what was prime time six o'clock news pieces. And I'm talking the likes of the BBC, ITV, RTE, and in, in the in Ireland. And I just went, whoa, whoa, whoa. For me, it was a light bulb moment. And I just thought, well, okay, if these global brands are pushing smartphone video content to what is primetime news, well, then why can't business owners do that to market their business with video? Mm
2: -hmm. And
0: the other great thing about the smartphone is it's a device that's always on you. And that's one of the big advocacies of what I try and teach. It's capturing this capturing the moments of your business as and when they happen because yeah okay you can go out and get a video production company and they may come in and record those moments but ultimately they'll leave you know you're talking about all the other moments during the year that may happen that you have an opportunity to capture and then be mm-hmm. able to package that up into a marketing video just a sharing video something that shows the personal side of your business what you do how you do it
2: yeah yeah yeah
0: and I think that's key that's key
2: yeah as you say that sort of um, more ongoing a sort of story story of your business it's it's interesting if you just think about the the smartphone generally in our lives you know I look at my mother-in-law who um, has a um, an iPhone and has done for a good few years now she never used to take photos ever she was never somebody who had a camera in her hand she yes she wasn't very good at doing photography or or taking photos and so she never did it and yet As soon as she got her phone and and found that button, (laughs) she takes, you know, thousands on a sort of monthly basis sort of thing. Maybe not quite that many, but she takes photos all the time, which document her life now that she would never have done before because she's got a phone in her hand.
0: Yeah, exactly. And that's another big aspect of why I feel smartphone video marketing is a really appealing angle for people to get into video because you know you've got all the equipment you've got the cameras you've got the devices and if you want to get into video to tell your story learning to come to terms with these new devices is you know that's another intimidating aspect of video that you need to learn Mm -hmm. whereas with the phone with the smartphone it's something that people are just comfortable with, you know, they know how to activate the camera, they know how to take videos. So straight away, that level of intimidation is reduced drastically. And all we do is we we we've harnessed that familiarity, if you like. Yeah and just give them focus, a system, a way to be able to tell those stories in a more efficient way. And, mm. yeah, that's a benefit. And, and as you say, it's just always there. It's in the back pocket, and you can just pull it out.
2: Yeah. It's interesting. A, a few years ago, when I, I specialised in social media marketing for a good few years when it first came along, and then I moved into employee engagement in the sort of corporate space. And I, I did that because I, I saw that social media – um, and digital tools were going to be much more important within organizations for collaboration and communication and so on. And one of the things I used to talk about at that stage was uh, a company that did video um, for corporate. So they were more of the sort of big go for it um, sort of um, video people, but um, they had a platform and they used a video to show, it was somebody from something like P&G, or it wasn't P&G, but one of those you know big companies, going to Buckingham Palace to receive an innovation award. And the chief executive whipped his phone out and videoed himself standing outside Buckingham Palace, telling his staff, you know, hundreds of thousands of staff in the company, how excited he was for all of them that he was going to accept this honour on their um, behalf sort of thing. And it was such a, a pivotal sort of video for me to see because it as you say it went from being that let's only get the production companies in and do something amazing once to this is real life this is me this is your leader showing you how proud i am and including you in the experience and yeah and that was a real sign for me of how powerful our videos are as you say in our back pocket ready to be used for all sorts of reasons
0: yeah i mean great story and yeah, I second that. It's it's all about capturing those moments and I mean, when I talk about smartphone video, there's there's so many different aspects to that. There's very much the the here and now, the live aspect as you've just mentioned as a perfect example, but also there's other aspects where you can create videos more from a strategic point of view and create videos more with a marketing message in mind and that's something you would actually set out to shoot and produce with a very specific message and you would shoot that very much in a documentary almost like a mobile journalism sort of way in, in, in a sense that it could be something that would be comparable with seeing a news article very structured in the way it's uh it's shot and it's um messaging yeah so there's so many different aspects and styles to the type of video you can shoot with your smartphone but it's understanding you know what's appropriate for that style of video at the time
2: mm-hmm. So let's think again about um, yourself and getting things done. Let's, let's think a bit about practically how you get that done. You talked about lists um, earlier. Uh, what, how do you do that? Do you use tools? Do you just write a list on a bit of paper? <laughs> how do yeah, you, know how you get done? I mean, you need to get
0: done? It, it's funny. <laughs> I mean, I've got, uh, I use multiple uh, tools, if you like, online yeah. and offline. So I've got, as I look at the wall here, I actually have a four bits of paper stuck onto the wall for the different businesses and the different things I have to do, yeah um, so there's very much that side of it, as in I can physically see the lists, which helps me understand what I have to do at a quick glance, yep. but equally um I mean the tools that I use online, because we have such an international presence it's it's very much about. Uh, devices, you know, Dropbox, for instance, is one we, yeah. we use because it's it's all about the cloud yes. and the people within the business having live access to data as and when they need it. And that's also data that's accessible, not just from a desktop point of view, but also from a mobile point of view. So the business in Australia, FES Tanks, we very much use Dropbox and Teams
2: yeah.
0: um, to be able to access that, smartphone video marketing, uh internally we very much use a Google Suite. Mm-hmm. And you know, I I mean the, the common thread between all of them is, you know, that cloud-based 24-7 live format, which is uh so invaluable.
2: Yes, yeah. And as you say, just that being able to to sort of collaborate across, you know, <laughs> thousands of miles is is amazing. I, I work with the Engage Success Movement in the UK uh and we don't have an office we never have done and you know for sort of nearly 10 years uh we've all worked wherever yeah (laughs) with various tools that enable us to do that and uh never ceases to amaze me what's possible nowadays with all that technology
0: yeah and i mean if anything i mean covid has just accelerated that um that ability to work in your own environment so there's definitely been some positives that have come out of this whole Uh, situation yeah definitely
2: Mm. so what about tips for um delegating and working with people remotely i mean uh, you're probably a good person to ask for that on the basis that it's very remote (laughs) (laughs) not just down the road (laughs) no
0: no i mean gosh uh i mean in terms of delegating it's just understanding what your skill set is i mean i'm pretty sure most people will know where their strengths sit and Mm. they will know where their shortcomings are what i would say to you is you know don't try and take the diy approach to doing stuff that you know is not your strength yeah um try and outsource that to a professional uh it's very much a false economy to a certain extent when you try and do it yourself yes you may get it done but it will get (laughs) a it may not be as good B, it will probably take you longer, and th- and C, it, you know, that's a false economy in itself. Yeah. Uh, there are people very, are very good at what they do, very skilled. So you know, lean on them and and you know, get them to do it for you. Mm-hmm. Totally understand. It's it's very much dependent on your budget and being able to manage what you can and can't outsource. But that's that's what I would say would be a goal. You know Mm -hmm. to lean on people and freelancers consultants and delegate where you can
2: yes and i mean it's certainly something that um when you're first starting out there's a tendency to want to or feel like you need to do everything yourself and there's a bit of an enlightenment that happens when you do outsource something or you do get somebody involved to do something that you're not good at or they're better at it than you are. And you suddenly realize all the opportunities <laughs> that you've been missing until that point.
0: Yeah, exactly. I mean, case in point, uh, I was doing smartphone video marketing best part of, you know, last year by myself, doing all my own videos and, you know, talking about what we do and how we do it and social media and so on and so forth. And I, I took the plunge this year, um, January the 11th. I actually took on a, uh, a colleague He started the first week of the 2021 lockdown, you know, and I'm like, oh, my gosh. And I'm like, well, I'm not going to back out of this. You know, this is something that needs to be done. And he's, uh, you know, my colleague Jamie's been with me the best part of four months now, Mm -hmm. and I've achieved more in terms of our marketing over the last four months than I probably did on my own individual basis in the best part of a whole year of last year so yeah. you know many many hands make light work that's for sure
2: <laughs> absolutely absolutely so what about learning and improving yourself you, you said that you've been very involved in online marketing um i think really i think before we came up live we were talking about sort of back from the early days um how have you learned and how do you continue to improve and how do you keep up with 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 what's happening
0: Uh, I mean, from a professional point of view, uh, you know, I'm sure it's no different to anyone else, but I very much tuned into, you know, key platforms that are at the forefront of uh, spreading news about what they're doing and how they do it, Um, you know, uh, webmasters, uh, news articles, so on and so forth. So I do a lot of reading from that point of view, Mm -hmm. um, from a professional point of view, by all means. But I guess from a personal point of view, I mean that's interesting as well because I've always, always been interested in, you know, the physical side of things. I always strive for I'm I'm very much into my physical fitness and so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. But one thing lockdown has taught me definitely is about the mental side of things. Yeah. You know, and focusing on that. I mean, physically, I'm all about getting it done, you know, getting the sweat and, and being in the moment and enjoying that. But, you know, your mind is a muscle as well. And I, the last four months has pretty much taught me from an introspective point of view about, you know, just focusing more on the mind and mm-hmm. focusing on that as a muscle as well. So, yeah, I mean, I've been sort of looking at ways to unlock the sort of mental aspects of... Uh, what i do as well just learning to relax live in the moment appreciate what's around us so on and so forth
2: Mm -hmm. yeah i think this last year has definitely encouraged that for for many people um not necessarily through choice or
0: (laughs) no no yeah Yeah, exactly
2: i mean it's a good it,
0: it was there was definitely the moments of uh it, it, as you say it forced your hand but I think it's it's not a bad hand to force because uh, it's made people a lot more aware of their mental state and it's something that is um, is a good thing to review and to manage
2: yes yes yeah so you just come back to your bio a buyer again you you talk about being a video marketing enthusiast with obsessive online tendencies what does that mean <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> well I mean by the very nature of being wired 24 <laughs> 7 online you know you can't help but everything about the internet these days is obsessive if you mm-hmm. choose to allow it it can very much come into your life and I try and understand as much as I can about the internet digital marketing the way things work um, and I guess that's very much the <laughs> the obsessive part of part of things the way I position it there but equally uh the older I've got and you know as well with things that have happened the last year it's also understanding that you've got to have boundaries um and -hmm. in some ways I've gone 24 7 in the sense that yeah from 9 to 5 I really want to be obsessive I want to understand what I do I want to understand how I can prove myself professionally Mm-hmm. but the flip side of that you have to have clear defined boundaries so yeah. you know after the five o'clock cutoff period to a certain extent i want to turn off the notifications i want to have that separation i want to have that me time and yeah i mean i uh, you, you need to have those defined boundaries it's mm-hmm. just the healthy approach
2: yes yeah and and i think i mean i i took a lot in my um five fundamentals under sustain about uh how you set up you know routines and rituals and and habits and that sort of thing but i think a big part of that is also about constantly reviewing them and and sort of tweaking and changing as as necessary i mean i think again over the last year for me that to begin with i was laughing to some with somebody earlier saying um i I picked up some work just as we came into lockdown last year which meant that i was working um Quite a few hours coaching that I wasn't doing before. So, where everyone else seemed to be going out learning how to knit yogurt, as I describe it, (laughs) you know, (laughs) do do all their hobbies that they've always wanted to do, I have no time to do anything. And um, I seem to be working sort of longer than ever. And then I went through a period of time where, as I said, because I work with some students in Australia, that I was meeting them at like 10 or 11 o'clock at night most nights of the week, which for me is a problem because I'm a nightbird. So I'm wide awake at that time of night and, you know, on it and that's fine. And I sleep in, in the morning and, and that's fine. But that also meant that my evening became sort of shortened because it was, you know, aperitif as we have in our house at 6.30, right through till, I don't know, eight thirty nine o'clock. And then I went back to work and, that meant that I didn't have an evening because it was cut short sort of thing. Yes. And I'm now in a position where, you know, I don't, I only have one of those students left now. The others are at different times of the day or, or they've moved on. And uh, and I'm realising actually how much calmer it is to finish work at, you know, 6.30 for dinner. And even if I do work later, it's my own work that I want to do, not because I'm having to turn up to a schedule. And, yes. and what a difference that makes to your, you know, mindset, as you say, your sort of wellbeing
0: yeah definitely choices that's choices and the way you frame a position makes so much of a difference
2: yeah yeah so then to myself i keep thinking right so don't start that again (laughs) because it's better now than it was (laughs) but other things might take the fall you know
0: yeah but equally because you've been through that experience you know you now know how yes how to deal with that in the future, should it come up again? And you can assess it based on that experience. So you know, it's, yeah, it's it's a good experience to go through.
2: Yes, yeah, yeah. So um, what about yourself and routines and habits and rituals? What sort of things do you have in place in relation to that?
0: Uh routines and habits. I mean, I you know, you made reference to the swimming. I, I try and do as much swimming as I can, uh, be it early mornings, setting up the day, sometimes late in the evenings depending because I am part of a swimming club as well so that Mm -hmm. sort of gives me the mental release if you like uh, either at the end of the day or framing it for the start of the day in terms of energy Uh, I've again in terms of understanding more about how the mind works so on and so forth I've been getting into the practice of trying to meditate understand mm-hmm. more about that just trying to calm the mind um, appreciating the small things uh, yeah. I've just started using an app called perfectly and what it what it does is just helps you appreciate all the positives that you've achieved for that day right and I, I find that's that's quite nice I've also started um, doing a bit of journaling stuff like that sometimes when the mind is just racing Um, I'm very fortunate that I've got a girlfriend who is a life coach so I can sort of lean on her in terms of getting uh, skills to you know understand what's going on and Mm -hmm. uh, get that down so yeah journaling is a big part of understanding and just releasing what's in your head Mm -hmm. so I mean there's a multiple of skills that come into play but you know it's always evolving and it ebbs and flows as those moves ebbs and flows as well
2: yes yeah 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 so last couple of questions first one what about those days where it all goes horribly wrong how do you deal with those
0: oh (laughs) (laughs) yeah some days uh i'm like what the hell am i doing and why am i doing this yeah uh yeah, I mean, it's, challenging. I, I, I guess the benefit of running your own business is some days I have that ability just to say, I surrender, you know, yeah. and I, I mean, it happened probably a couple of weeks ago. I just came in and it got to about 10, 11 o'clock and my mind was all over the place and I wasn't really achieving a lot. And I just said, you know what? I give up. I surrender. And I just said, look, I'm sitting here getting nothing done is achieving nothing. So I just said, I'm out of here. I just, um, yeah, called it a day and just went out and caught up with the people that mattered to me and just enjoyed that moment with them. And yeah, it was good. It was what I needed and um, almost like did a hard reset and came in the next day.
2: Yeah 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 oh, so i was doing a webinar this morning and i and i said uh one of the things that's regularly said in answer to that question in my podcast is tomorrow's another day
0: oh gosh
2: <laughs> walk away and come back
0: <laughs> yeah yeah definitely yeah, if you yeah. know and i think the key is being able to realize you have that decision
2: yes yeah exactly and then the last question on those days where you get to live more and that's where i say you get to do more of the things that you want to do and less of the stuff that you don't want to do what do those days look like for you
0: uh well ultimately it's just enjoying the moments and understanding you know the people around you that are important to you Mm -hmm. um I mean, my kids are getting older now, definitely. Um, as as uh, a parent, I think everything that we do falls back to, you know, the people that are closest to us, your mm. family, so on and so forth. And so it's, it's primarily it's experiences and mm. those experiences are, you know, those moments and that's those family members around you. Yeah. And I think that's... Maybe that's why lockdown has been so hard for everyone because we've effectively been starved of those experiences Mm. and that stimulation. Um, And, you know, we want to be able to, as you say, live more through those experiences.
2: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Thank you, Daryl. It's been great interviewing you today. Tell people how they can find out more about you and get in touch.
0: Yeah, by all means, Joe. So uh, you can get hold of myself through LinkedIn First mm-hmm. and foremost, let's connect there. It'd be great to talk if you've got any challenges around video or video marketing. Equally, you can go to smartphonevideo.marketing. Uh, you can check out more there. We've got a little ebook you can download to understand more about the ideas and the principles, as well as, you know, various blog articles. So mm-hmm. they're really the two places that are best to find me.
2: Brilliant.
1: Thanks, Daryl. Thanks for your time.
0: Excellent. Joe, stay well
1: attention home-based coaches and consultants are you tired of feeling alone isolated and frustrated with running your home-based coaching or consulting business are you sick of feeling like your life would be better and you'd be happier if you felt more organized and productive do you feel like there's simply not enough time in a day to get all the things done that you need to do to build a successful business while making time to live more It's time to stop the isolation and start getting more organised, productive and focused on the skills that will move the needle forward. It's time to join the Power To Live More Calm membership. If you're ready to, stop creating the wheel and focus on the things that truly matter in your life and business. Learn what you need to know to be successful and live more. Get accountability help from a group of like-minded home-based business owners. To learn more about the Power To Live More Calm membership program and apply visit powertolivemore.com slash get calm.
2: All this information is available in the show notes, which you can get if you go to the app that you're listening to this on or on the website at powertolivemore.com forward slash 224. This week, I just want to remind you as we go into September of some of the services that I offer that might be of interest to you or somebody that you know who is a new coach or consultant and needs to get set up from a business and digital, particularly point of view. If you go to my website, powertolivemore.com forward slash work hyphen with hyphen me, then you'll find the different ways that I can help you. I do a lot of my work through my membership site, Power to Live more calm where I have gold membership for members who are looking to do a bit more DIY, and then also platinum, which is for members who are looking for some one to one coaching and some masterminding around improving their business, improving their productivity, and really getting to live more. And that's where I talk about getting to do more of the things that you want to do and less of the stuff that you don't want to do. If you're a new coach or consultant, then please get in touch about how I can help you. I can help you to set up your digital marketing, think about your productivity, think about your website and all that sort of thing. And I have a VIP program and bespoke services to do that. Separately to that, I can help with an SEO optimized service focused website. I've been teaching WordPress since 2006 and I'm also an AWeber certified expert, so I can help you with your email marketing if that's what you need help with. So feel free to go to my website, powertolivemore.com and have a look at the sorts of things that I can do to help you or just get in touch by emailing me at joe at I'd really appreciate it if you enjoy the podcast if you could share it with someone else so that I can grow the uh, audience and help more people with the tips and information that we share on the podcast and if you'd like to find out more about my membership site power to live more calm then you can go to powertolivemore.com forward slash get calm. I'm just coming to the end of two months of being away from home. I've been traveling Around the UK in my caravan, working from it, and socialising with my friends and family at various places in Scotland and the Lake District. And I'm currently in Yorkshire, and I'll be due home next week uh, into September for the last few months of the year. I like to think that uh, I'm living my living more part of power to live more, and I've been able to run my business through uh, solar power and mobile internet. So. Um, If that's something that's of interest to you and you'd like to talk about how I do that, then please do get in touch at PowerToLiveMore.com. Again, this week's show notes are at PowerToLiveMore.com forward slash 224. And we look forward to speaking to you next week.
1: Use your power to live more.